0: Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith, and there was an interesting event that happened this February. Uh, I want to read from an article uh, titled, In Historic Meeting, Pope and Russian Patriarch Issue Plea for Persecuted Christians. Uh, It's by CNN religion editor Daniel Burke, and it was uh, put out Saturday, February 13th. It says, delicately dancing around centuries of theological tensions, Pope Francis and Russian Orthodox Patriarch Kirill met in Cuba on Friday and pleaded for world leaders to protect persecuted Christians. Actually, they have a joint declaration they made. And in the joint declaration, the Pope and the Patriarch said, thousands of victims have already been claimed in the violence in Syria and Iraq which has left many other millions without a home or means of sustenance. Uh, This really is a big deal. Uh, uh, Kirill is not the leader of Orthodox Christianity in general. That would be Patriarch Bartholomew, and the Pope has actually already met with him. But he is, as the article highlights, has a huge flock himself, 150 million followers. Uh, He is a key individual in the Russian Orthodox version of that faith. Uh, And so as a result, and it actually says here, uh, that Kirill leads the biggest and in some ways the most defiant branch of Orthodoxy. Now this is really big in a lot of areas. Uh, One, I hope we understand that... When did the Eastern and Western traditions of this particular brand of nominal Christianity, which has formed, if you can count count those that left from the Protestant Reformation, really the vast majority of nominal Christianity that we see in the world, when did that split happen between these two groups? The year 1054. We're talking about almost a Thousand years ago, a huge split, uh, often called the schism, this great schism between the two branches um, there's several things to note about this kind of meeting. one, the methodical destruction of Christianity in the Middle East is so severe that you have individuals who each represent two sides of a, divi- a divide that has existed for almost a thousand years coming together to make a joint statement. It is fairly unprecedented to have something like this. Why? Because it's a huge division and yet they see the threat as so great that they're willing to do some of this PR work, if you will. In fact, it's been uh, stated that visiting with the Russian Orthodox leader uh, by the Pope might actually bolster uh, some of Putin's uh, work in the area and his standing in the area. And they decided, you know, it's worth doing that. Anyway, at least that's what the Pope decided. I don't think the Russian Orthodox leader minded so much. Another thing to notice, the talks between Western Pope and Eastern Orthodox leaders really should grab our attention for prophetic purposes. Uh, I don't want to go into detail for this. I want to save myself some time on the webcast. But I do encourage you to consider, uh, if you're interested in such things, our booklet on the Beast of Revelation. Uh, In that, the author there, John Aguin, um, talks about the two legs of the final resurrected Roman Empire power. And in those two legs, you have Eastern and Western represented, both of them playing a role. And we see these kind of moments of even quasi-unity of any sort. They should grab our attention. So rather than go on on that a a great deal if you're interested in prophecy, You're not going to beat the book that we have on the Beast of Revelation. I highly encourage you to take a look. The third thing I want to note about prophecy is the Bible talks about a time coming when there's going to be a king of the north and a king of the south, and they are not going to be happy with each other. They may work together in certain ways. That's prophetic detail I don't have time to go into. But there will be a king of the north, a vast power on the world stage, and a king of the south. Another vast power on the world stage, and they're going to push at each other. Uh, One's going to offend the... other. That is part of the conflicts the Bible promises us is to come. You can read about the details yourself in Daniel chapter 11. That king of the north is a European superpower, and that king of the south is an Arab superpower, a confederacy of nations. Uh, individuals in those places as well, but you're talking about a European superpower versus an Arabic superpower. And you have Europe still in ways it just simply cannot forget, as much as it tries, tied to the Catholic Church. When you see these kinds of tensions come to such a level that individuals who basically personify in their own ways the two vast branches of the largest religion in the world It should get our attention. God is working with the pieces on his chessboard to bring about the end game that he has long foretold. Be watching because these things are coming to pass. And we'll do our best to help you see them. I hope that you've enjoyed this webcast and I hope you'll check out everything we have to offer on tomorrowsworld.org.